Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Welcome to Summer of Scripture on the Naked Marriage Podcast. For 66 days in a row, we're releasing a short daily devotional for your marriage. Over these 66 days, we'll be sharing one scripture from each of the 66 books of the Bible and talking about how it applies to your life and marriage. Listen to all 66 episodes of these and you'll have a better understanding of God's word and his perfect plan for your marriage. Let's dive in to today's scripture. Hey there, welcome back to the Summer of Scripture here on the Naked Marriage Podcast. We're on day 28, you guys. We're in the book of Hosea, chapter one, verse two, says this. When the Lord first began speaking to Israel through Hosea, he said to him, go and marry a prostitute so that some of her children will be conceived in prostitution. This will illustrate how Israel has acted like a prostitute by turning against the Lord and worshiping other gods. <laughs> this, so this interesting. This whole story right? is is nuts, really. It is nuts. The, the story of Hosea. People who aren't familiar, that you got to paint this picture because right, it so, is a crazy story. So Hosea was a prophet, a godly man, who God told him to marry this woman named Gomer, which is an unfortunate. There's, pr- yeah. I mean, if I mean, you know, not making fun of anybody's name, but it, no, no, it just doesn't seem. It doesn't like seem, you're like that's an interesting name. It's but an interesting hey, name. Maybe it's maybe some people love it. May yeah. So hey, if that's you. Go for it. You, yes. But Gomer was his wife and she was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And she he was faithful to her and she was unfaithful to him. And and it was heartbreaking to him to have this wife who was unfaithful. And God had led him into this situation um, to, again, to, to illustrate what his people, the nation of Israel, was doing to God. That we, we were being, not as Jews, but now as modern day Christians, even right. we all have a tendency to be unfaithful to God by pursuing other passions, by worshiping little idols. And this can take on anything in our heart that we value more than God. Anything in our life that we value more than God is something we're being unfaithful to God about. Yeah. So God wants us to be faithful to him for uh, for our sake, for our good and for his glory. Now, Gomer returned to prostitution uh, Hosea, you know, would go and, and try to like rescue her from it and bring her back. It's really a beautiful story of grace and redemption and and pursuing someone with love, even when they're they're acting unlovable and even when they're breaking their vows in the worst kind of ways. And and ultimately, the story ends where, um, you know, Gomer has gotten so deep into this depraved world that she's essentially now um, been trafficked as a as a sex slave, and Hosea goes after her and actually purchases her freedom, like purchase yeah. her. So legally now he, he owns her as property. And so she comes to him broken and humble, 
looking to him just now is is her is her master is her owner but he says no no i'm i'm your husband mm-hmm. like he would not let her come to him with that kind of posture it's like even after all that she did after all that she put him through he wanted her to know all this was so that we could have a loving healthy relationship and family yeah and that there's grace for what you've done and there's healing and now let's let's move forward and it's a picture of what god does for us it's a picture of the the extravagant grace mm-hmm. that god makes possible in our lives because we've all been unfaithful to him right. and yet he pursues us he purchases our freedom which is what jesus did on the cross he bought us back from the slavery of sin so that we could be in his family forever and it's it's a it's a messy story this story is a messy one it is but i'm telling you it it is a powerful one it is actually i love learning i know that sounds nerdy and dorky but i just love learning i love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world but if you're like me you're busy and it's hard to learn it can be expensive to learn maybe you want to keep learning and growing you're like i don't know how to fit that into my schedule i got the perfect solution for you and it's hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11-lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and His apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked. There's a, a recent movie um, about this. I'm trying to remember the author's name. It's your mom's favorite book. Um, you'll Maybe as I'm saying this, you'll remember it. But the title is Redeeming Love. Do you remember the author? Oh, gosh. I... If you all look it up, it's a famous book. It's been like out forever. I mean, it's been out probably for 30 years, but they finally made a movie about it. And I've never read Redeeming Love. I know. Oh, Francine Rivers. That's it. Francine Rivers. Um, I heard an interview that she gave on this. It was one of, I think it's one of her first books that became so, you know, widely read. But they did a movie on this and the movie had mixed reviews. And I I watched it on a plane because I'm like, well, I got to see this because, you know, it is technically it's a, it's a retelling in, in a different day and time, obviously. Right, it's a Western, of, like the It's Western Wild times, West and- yes. Uh, but it's the story of Gomer and Hosea. And so I think if you go in not knowing that's what it is, you're going to be shocked. Like, oh gosh. But let me tell you, they tell it in such a beautiful way because it really shows that a lot of people who find themselves in prostitution... Uh, they have backgrounds where they've maybe been abused. They've been uh, not protected. They've been neglected and just used in the worst kind of ways. And, uh, and that was this lady's story. I can't remember what they named her in the, in the actual book, but, um, but it was just, you know, this seeing it played out kind of on the screen and, and, you know, more, more modern retelling of the Gomer and Hosea story. It is so it's captivating because the thing about Gomer in her, her character that kind of struck me is that she would experience this love that from Hosea that she'd never had before, like a right. true love. And didn't know what to do with it. She didn't, right. Because she'd only been used. She'd, and she, it felt wrong to her. It yeah. felt wrong. And 
you know, I think, how does this, you know, how does this apply to our marriages today? I think that, you know, maybe there's not that actual situation going on, you know, in the Gomer Hosea situation, but it could look more like maybe an addiction where you have a spouse who's addicted and for whatever reason, they keep on going back and, and it's like, they're clean for a while. Life is good. You're like, life couldn't be better, but then they go back and we've walked through that with people and it's heartbreaking. You're like, why would you go back to this life? And, um, just the amount of, grace and forgiveness that Hosea demonstrated, but also that spouses through those situations have to demonstrate while also putting boundaries in place and saying, no, this isn't okay. And like, even in the Hosea Gomer story, uh, that is written out in the Bible, you know, not the redeeming love story necessarily, but in that story, it it shows very much that Hosea does, you know, he tells her not to go back to that life, obviously. And I mean, so he sets those boundaries in place. Like you are my wife. Now we're going to live this life together. Right. And yet she keeps it's like she takes it for a little bit. Like she's like, oh, I think I may like this. But then it's like, no, I can't have this. I'm not worthy right. of this. We, we just go back to what we know. Right, and right. Even if what we know is completely broken. Exactly. But there's, a comfort, there's, a, there's a twisted comfort right. in returning to, you know, just like a, you know, like the, the Proverbs say, just like a dog returns to its vomit, mm-hmm. like will eat up its, <laughs> which is a sick image. It is. But it's something that, instinctively they will do. And I think right. as human beings, we foolishly in our sin can instinctively return to some really gross things. And I mean, I, I fell into that with pornography mm-hmm. where I, I hated myself for doing it, but I would fall back into it. Right. Um, and it was, it's just something about the brokenness of our human nature apart from Christ. And I've heard you even say, and then you'd believe, well, this is just who I am now. Yeah. I'm just probably not, I'm going to have to, this is just who I am. I'm just going to be a porn addict probably for most of my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And once you, and she believed that lie. She believed, I'm, I'm going to be a prostitute. I'm just a prostitute. This is just who I am now. I'm so, damaged so goods. Am. It's all I'm good for. Right. And right. I'm not worthy of anything else. And I'm right. But God comes along and tells us different. Like, no, no, you're not who you say you are. You're not result of what you've done. You're, you're who I say you are. And I say you are my child forgiven, redeemed a new creation in Christ. And Read the story for yourself and yeah. just be reminded of God's amazing, redeeming love for all of us. Right. It really is a powerful story. And tune in tomorrow, guys. It's going to be a good one. We're going to be on day 29 in the book of Joel, and we will see you then.